Right. So, Sausage Party. That's the next movie that we're going to review. We just finished doing the Suicide Squad review. We're a bit tired. Everybody's except me. Except for Austin. Being, uh, being a bit being a bit tired and a, and a bit drunk is the only way you could talk about Sausage Party. Yeah, yeah. Really. So we're, we're going to get into this review just just to give you guys a rundown. Of course, I'm Adam, your host, as always. Next to me is Evan Chung, uh, and next to him is Mark. And then right next to Mark is Austin, who did not join us on the Suicide Squad. So I'm podcast. fresh and willing to talk about deep, deep ideas that this movie certainly possesses, oh I'm sure. Goodness. Yes, yes. Oh my goodness. It brings up very relevant questions. Um, they might have some people in the background coming in now. Probably can take a seat. Coming to you live um, from Fighters Fiesta. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, Circus so scenic Ethan's basement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, bam, still at, bam, bam. we're still at Fighters Fiesta at Ethan's house. Again, shout out to them for, for hosting us and all that. Much so, love. Much yeah, love. Yeah, yeah. So... Austin's probably going to be the one that has the most energy, <laughs> quite frankly. Yes, you. yes. In case you haven't noticed, I didn't do an intro, it's specifically because I'm pretty damn tired. And not on top of that, I really don't care for this movie. So let's just get right into it. So Sausage Party, guys, what do you guys think about we'll it? Put as much effort into this podcast as they did in the movie. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll go with you and we'll go around. Um, it was very clear within the first five minutes that this movie was not made for me. This movie was made for people who enjoy, definitely enjoy raunchy comedy, but like stupid raunchy comedy, like jokes that just are just really dumb. And that's fine, you know, people enjoy that kind of comedy. I just happen to not enjoy that comedy. So the movie didn't really hit many high notes for me. In fact, a lot of times the movie just kind of stagnated. Um, one of the biggest issues I had with this movie, which was incredibly apparent in like the first two minutes, was the fact that the characters like just sweared so much. And normally that wouldn't bother me if there was like a reason for it. Mm -hmm. yeah. But it seemed like these characters every would just sentence. swear every sentence. It's like just, a middle schooler who exactly. just swear. Like you know they would just throw in for every normal word for every two normal words there was like one F word, one you know, shit, one fuck, you know, all that kind of stuff. And like it's like is this supposed to be funny, like, or is it just because this is an R-rated animated movie and you are taking as much license as you can mm. for the sheer fact that you can do this? Um, I don't know, that's all I have to say it's, for It struck now. me as, like, you, you watch those old foot, uh, videos uh, from, like, the 40s or 50s where, like, the Warner Brothers animators would make special clips to show at, like, New Year's Eve parties and stuff. Where it'd be like Porky the, Porky the Pig saying, you know, son of a bitch or something like that. Because seeing animated cartoons yeah. swear is inherently funny. This is an entire movie where that's the joke. Because yeah. they're, they're cartoons and they said, fuck, ha 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 ha. You know? It, it's, uh, if they had used, the, the, used profanity a lot more sparingly, I feel like it would have been a lot more effective because it yeah. would have made it even more jarring just to hear mm. these talking foods in this really like saccharine environment of like this shiny yeah. ass supermarket even in the even in the opening bit it opens with a song and like there's a lot of you know uh lampshading that where everybody's like oh the, we're starting the day with the song i love the song you know and it's uh -huh. like, they, like they're aware that they're singing but even in the song they're like they're like oh we love to fuck you know like they're swearing in this song when the joke of the song is that they're all chipper and cheery and they don't know what horrible things await them but, like, this movie just makes me exhausted. It makes me Everybody's mentally exhausted emotionally as tired. Is. Like, and I don't, I don't really get it. Because I like everybody, more or less, involved with this. 
you know. I'm a fan of the whole, you know, mm-hmm. Seth Rogen, Jonah Hill, James Franco, Craig Robinson, that whole crew, you know. Pineapple Express, one of my favorite comedies of all time. Superbad, one of my favorite movies of all time. I love Superbad. You know, even this at the end, I thought that was really funny, you know. Like, I know these, these guys can write snappy dialogue. They can be clever. They can be funny. But this is just the laziest thing I think I've ever spent money on. It was... It, it, it felt it felt like a prank, honestly. It felt like they all hung out one afternoon and said, "Hey, wouldn't it be stupid if we made this and people spent money to go see it? I bet you we have enough clout that we could get away with this." And lo and behold, they did. What do you say to the people who tell us that we're putting too much thought into the, into a movie that doesn't necessarily need a like, a critic's viewpoint? Like, oh, it was hilarious. It was so funny and stupid. I like, loved it. You can do irreverent humor well. Mm-hmm. You know, like for for instance, Monty Python. Mm-hmm. Monty Python, I think, is the ultimate example of irreverent humor done well. It, it is, for lack of a better word, lol so random. It's weird. You know, it is weird jokes, and the thing is weird. The rabbit kills people. Ha! Huh? You know, it's weird, and that's why it works. That's why it's funny. It can be done well. You know, raunchy humor with lots of sex and swearing and violence, you know. Again, super bad. Did that really, really well. This simultaneously tries too hard and doesn't try hard enough. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's very. I think the best way to describe it is like a middle schooler who learned how to swear because it's like, it's a lot of empty profanity and a lot of empty sexual yeah. jabs. Empty's a good word for it. There's not there's nothing that makes you go like ooh you know <laughs> there, there's no there's no like ooh that was bad kind of laughs. It's all like oh, he he said fuck again. Yeah, I guess hot dogs do kind of look like dicks. Huh? You know, like. <laughs> It's like it's very entry level dirty humor. Mm. I felt like this movie took one joke and just stretched it out yeah. into what became what is it a two hour movie? It's almost two hours, and I can't. Yeah, believe I think Adam Adam honestly, said when it's it's like probably an hour and forty five minutes. I it felt like I was in that theater for at least two 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 and a half. It felt so much longer than because the pacing yeah. was awful. Yeah, I think you said it would have made a better like sh- like short film. Yeah, yeah. and I, I agree completely. They would have might have been fun as a short film. It felt like it just they ran out of stuff to talk like to move the plot forward and talk about. Like, I feel like like I understand if this movie was going to be a parody. Like, oh, you know, Pixar does so many movies. Or it's about, what if this was alive, uh-huh. you know? I get that. You know what? That's not a bad concept for a comedy, you know? Like, oh, what, what if an inanimate object was alive, but their life was constant pain because mm-hmm. their existence was being used by people, mm-hmm. you know? I'm sure a douche doesn't have a very nice life, yeah, honestly. You know? Like, that, that'd be, that's a good concept. There, there's meat there. There's, there's, there's meat there. There's, ah, that was funnier <laughs> than, like, any joke in Sausage Party. Like, there's, there's potential. You know, but you have to be clever about it. You mm-hmm. know, you can't just take a thing and add in swearing and call mm-hmm. it a day. Like, you look at something like South Park. You know, South Park: Bigger, Longer, and Uncut is a parody of every kind of musical trope under the sun. You know, it's got mm-hmm. the "I'm waking up in my quiet little town" song. It's got the flashy, you know, Oklahoma-style song. It's got mm-hmm. the Little Mermaid I'm, "I Just Want More" ballad. But it's funny because they put a lot of thought into how they would do it. It's a fine-tuned machine. Whereas Sausage Party feels like that one kid that had to do his project and he very clearly just threw a bunch of shit on a, on a poster board the night before, mm-hmm. you know? Like, so the project is submit a parody. And they went, oh shit, what would it be a good thing? Animated movies, 
food, talks, but it also wants to fuck, and it says, it smokes weed. Got it. Bam. That's inherently funny. Good. Call it a, call it a day. You know? And it's weird, because I know that all the people involved in this can do really funny stuff, so it's baffling to me why they didn't do any funny stuff hmm. with this, you know? Like... I wanted it to be good. Yeah. I, want, I, I was going Everyone to support this movie. Want movie to be good when you well, 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 specifically, I wanted this movie to be good because I wanted, I wanted to give it... I was going to see it either way because I want to show that there's an audience for R-rated animated animation. That's a fair point. If only because, like, like I don't really need an R-rated comedy. I, there's so much you can do in the animated medium that we don't take seriously as much in yeah. this country. And I feel like I just wanted to show show Hollywood, like, hey, I'll pay for this. Maybe there's more you can do with R. I bought, I bought a ticket for Killing Joke. Mm-hmm. Half of that was shit, but you know what? The parts that were cool were cool. Were cool. I just there's potential there, and I want it to flourish. I don't want anyone to be held back by saying like, well, we can't make it animated because it wouldn't make money. It wouldn't make money, and yeah. I think that's wrong. And I wanted to support this movie either way, but having seen it, it wasn't that good. Yeah. The, sw- the swearing, the, the excessive swearing didn't really bother me. I didn't find it funny, but it didn't bother me per se. I just, uh, there was, there was, I, I think the movie had its moments. I enjoyed some of the uh, interplay between the, the Jewish bagel and, and uh, what, what is that? Bak- the, baklava? The, the, the lavash. The, the lavash. The lavash. I called it the baklava. I thought, that, I thought yeah. like, I, I, expect, I was ready for that walking in, like, oh, I bet you the bagels are all going to be Jews. I, like, be, I bet you the, the, the gefilte fish will be really Jewish. Right, the right, tequila right. will be That's Hispanic. And the, and the surprise performance from Edward Norton. I had no idea yeah. it was Edward Norton. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why, what is he doing here? Edward Norton's <laughs> a surprisingly good voice actor. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was ready for I, I was I lowered my expectations. I turned my brain off as I went into this. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. there's gonna be a lot of Ford humor. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of uh, for lack of a better word, racial humor. There's gonna mm-hmm. be a lot of a lot of, a lot of stereotypes in <laughs> yeah. this movie. You know what you know what? But it can, it can be funny if it's done well, fine. <laughs> you know, I'll 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 lower my brow for this. And I still came out just bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It didn't go far enough. You yeah, know? going off of what you said, man, I got bored within the first twenty minutes. Like, yeah. I actually pulled. I, I don't know if you guys noticed. I, I had no, my I phone. noticed. I noticed. I noticed. I had my phone out like I the entire movie that. because I was just so bored with the mm-hmm. movie. It, it just. It, the bottom line is that for most of us, the humor was not what we wanted. And the thing is, for a comedy like that, especially with, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a, to me that was a really weak story. Yeah. Like, if the story's not going to carry it. You have to have that humor, and if you don't find it funny, then it's just like, why, why am I even here? Yeah, like. It, feel, it feels like when there's, like, to, to bring up, like, a middle schooler's interpretation of dirty humor, like a, mm-hmm. like a kid who just turned 13, and <laughs> they're like, you, the know, hot dog you know what, in the bun and- you know what, I'm going to take up swearing, you know? And it's like, because the, the whole marketing of this movie is like, this is super raunchy, oh, oh my Send mom out of the room, you know, yeah, like, <laughs> this is too extreme, whoa, you know? They're saying fuck and smoking weed. And it's, it's like, I've watched mainstream comedies that are so much darker, more uh, offensive, more uncomfortable, and are better for it than this. This is weak sauce. This is something that I would watch in like middle school and be like, whoa, this, this is crazy. And then a couple of years, by the time I'm a freshman in high school, I'd be like, that movie is fucking lame, you know? Mm. Like, uh, all right, so before we keep, because it's rather obvious that none of us really like the film yeah, all that yeah. much. So let's talk about some of the things that it did well. I think 
even though the, the script was pretty pretty, I think that the performances were well done. Yeah, given, given yeah what they no were, problems. Yeah, given what uh, they had to work the with. Voice acting was fine. Who was voice the douche? Uh, Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll. Okay. Nick Kroll. Yeah, they were they were good. He was um, actually kind of good villain. I kind of like. He was kind of my favorite part of the movie. I, I do think that. Um, <laughs> At the very least, I guess it was creative in terms of like the whole concept of the food coming to life, yeah. and like I could give them credit for at least thinking outside the box in, in yeah. that respect. Yeah. Um, they were clever with some of the food puns and mm-hmm. some, of, some of the puns are so fucking yeah. Ridiculous. I can't think of any other good awful. things. If I'm if I'm honest with you, I, I just had a flash like, of uh, me laughing at when the when the douche. Started drinking the juice box, like 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 so, like destroying it. I thought that was, I thought was really, yeah, it was really funny. I thought that was funny. I didn't think it was that funny. I, was like, I thought it was funny. I thought it was really like whoa! I did not expect. I thought that. it was a. I, I like let out a chuckle. I was like, oh, that's because the second you see the juice box, it's got like a giant hole where its dick ought to be. So it's like, oh, I get I get what's gonna happen. I bet yeah. you he's gonna stick his nozzle in there. It's gonna be an awkward like, oh, it looks like he's fucking. Okay, that's. Yeah, fine. Like, but then he didn't do that. He started like violently, angrily eating it out. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this is unco- this is uncomfortable." Yeah, was, this was, is creeping me yeah, out. Yeah, along with you, it was just like, "Oh, I was so like, that's where oh, this is going." Oh, like la- laughter stops. Oh, this is this is being played straight right now. I'm watching a talking douche rape a talking juice box. Oh, mm-hmm. and do you have any huh. things that you liked about it? Well, since we've spent the past, what is it? 13 minutes shitting all over this movie. I'll say one good thing. One of the only scenes, probably maybe the only scene that got a genuine laugh out of me was when they all fall out of the shopping cart and it just good. becomes like, like, like a reenactment of saving Private Ryan. Yeah, I, oh, I actually yeah. thought that was decently clever. I will, was I will always laugh every single time. It's a trump card for me. I will always laugh at a parody of the, of the Saving Private Ryan Normandy part where it's something totally mundane like stumbling around trying to pick up something. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this one it was an Oreo and something else I remember it was like a teddy bear picking up its arm or something. It never fails to make me laugh. Mm-hmm. I will give it that. We that talked will about always be fun. Right. Yeah. Just like in horrible. Finding Dory. Yeah, just yeah, 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 exactly. Finding Dory. That's exactly that was what I was great. thinking about. Yeah. And mm. like, like that—that's the thing. Uh, there, there, there are a couple little bits that nothing in this movie really made me. Actually, you know what? No, there was one thing that made me laugh, and that was uh, in the very during the climax. The uh, when he shoots the gum, <laughs> when he shoots the lot of gum, and they actually licensed the Terminator song. Mm-hmm. And it, it does the T one thousand Robert Patrick thing where there's the big bullet hole in its yeah. head and it oh, reforms. Yeah. I do remember yeah. the gum guy. I like the gum guy. That like made, the Stephen that made Hawking me gum. I actually of... thought that was kind of clever when it he was, was like, cool. I was I was stuck under the desk of a brilliant scientist, yeah. and I was like, you know what? That's the most clever thing in this <laughs> entire cool. goddamn movie. God knows how gum could do that, but it was cool. Mm-hmm. It was like like that's the that represents the most creative thought in this entire movie. It's like. A, all this, everything in this movie is low-hanging fruit. It's mm. like, it's like, okay, Native American guy. Yeah, Native American is named Firewater. The bagel's Jewish. Uh, <laughs> the tequila has a big sombrero, dirty Sanchez yeah. mustache. You know, okay. Yeah. The the gum being stuck under a table of a brilliant scientist and thus becoming like super intelligent <laughs> is the most clever funny. thing in this entire this movie. This deformed wad after being chewed can't move, so it's in a wheelchair. I thought that was good. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 issue, as as we talked about, is that you you really don't care. All that much about the characters for one reason or another whether it be because they're food or just because you feel like they're going on this thing they're, they're I, don't all say, I don't even people. want to say an adventure the I only likable bad. character is michael sarah 
Which one was he? He was the little stunted The little stumpy lamb. Yeah. He was I, the only mildly likable character in the entire thing. Everybody else was a horrible... Him, well, I, actually, no. I was feeling it, for the bun. Michael Sarah and the taco. Michael Sarah and the taco, the taco. Were, the, were the only likable characters in the entire I, movie. I, nothing was... What was wrong with the bun woman? She was, she was just like a stupid asshole half the time. Yeah. Like, it, like the movie has a very... Very, very... It's about as subtle as a truck of fireworks uh-huh. crashing yeah. into, like, an epileptic convention. It's, yeah. it's awful. <laughs> it is the least subtle thing ever. It's a very heavy-handed, ham-fisted message about religion. About religion. And, like, I guess so, yeah. Th- there's a lot of commentary on, like, uh, Palestine... Hmm. Yeah, right. yeah. It's like why it's can't a, we just get along? It's like yeah. a, it's like a uh, it's it's like a poster to a Family Guy episode where the me- uh. the message is you should respect everybody's beliefs even though religion's super dumb. You guys, yeah. it's, it's like I'm not about to go like oh I'm I'm offended you know ban this movie, but that's just the it's an annoying message. It doesn't endear me to the film. Mm. You know, it's not it's not like I'm you know gonna get up in arms about that. But it's like I don't I don't like it when a movie feels like it's talking down to me, mm-hmm. you know, or when it or when it thinks that it's smart but ends in a food orgy. Like, I I didn't find the message to be all that. Um, I don't want to say was, lightning is the right word. Like like it was think, unnecessary. Like, think of like the Lego Movie. Like even though that movie was a lot deeper than you thought it was, and it yep. did have a very yeah. good underlying message. And let, let's face it, it's not really that on the nose, considering they outright tell you that everyone's sure. special. Yes, I still thought it was a lot more well done. I, I found it to just be better overall. You could say that it, the Lego movies yeah. about religion in the same way this and is, and it fit into hmm, you know? the I don't want to say the lore. Um, it fit into the movie well. Like I didn't yeah. question it in the Lego movie. Whereas this one, I was just like, really, guys? Like we're yeah. gonna do this now? And it comes right out of nowhere. It's not like they've built this up from the first act. It comes in like the latter half of the movie when they when they start bringing in the very obvious parallels of him him like, well, you know what? Maybe I just can't believe what I've heard. You know, and like you know, well, we told them to believe in the great beyond so that it would be more comforting. It's a comforting thing for them, but they corrupt it and make it about what was that? The sauerkraut was talking about exterminating juice. What was yeah, yeah, that? Yeah. And it's like <laughs> it's funny. like we get it. We get it, we get it, we get it. it but it just hammers it in super duper mm-hmm. hard. And that, that's another thing about the movie too is that, I, I, like we said, in you Suicide can make Squad, a point like that, but this is not the movie to make that point. Yeah, you know? like we said, in Suicide Squad, they literally tell you; they don't even show you. At one point, they just explain to you, okay, so this is what this movie is about, which is what they explain the song and why they even did yeah. everything. It's like, come on, guys, like we're smarter than this. Like, we, why don't you like show us what's going on instead of just telling the main character, oh, this is this is it. I yeah. hate to say this, but we're smarter than this. Yeah. I cannot guarantee that other people who watch this movie are. And they're clearly appealing to them, almost pandering I, to I them. I have seen reviews that say, this movie's a lot smarter than you'd think. It's got, <laughs> it's got a really enlightening me- message behind it. Yeah, it's yeah, like, same. maybe it's just because we're, we're into media. Yeah. You know, mm. we're, we're looking at stuff like this all the time. Mm. Not to... I know I probably sound super smug right now. Hmm. Like, maybe we're just smarter than everyone else, you know, but like... Not like the circle jerk ourselves. Exactly, but like... Metaphor in this movie was very, you know, up against the the glass. It was right in front of you. It was in your face Hmm. about it. It was not subtle in the slightest. I can understand someone who has not seen a lot of content like this, Mm -hmm. thinking that it's original or subtle. Mm. You're like, oh, I know... I guess the food is kind of like people, you know, like, okay, but 
At the same time, man, this is this is not subtle in the slightest. It's um, I don't know. Like it really, it just wasn't that great of a movie, and I can understand that. Um, different humor, you know. Some people, one person might find funny, another person might not find at all funny. Mm-hmm. But it just there, that's th- there's ways to make this kind of thing funny. Yeah, you know. Like I can't, like I can't say like, oh, weed humor's never made me laugh because I love Pineapple Express. I will laugh out loud every single time I watch Pineapple Express. Mm-hmm. You know. It's like sex humor doesn't make me laugh. I, you know, swearing doesn't make me laugh. I'll watch South Park, Big Along and Uncut, and lose my shit. I'll watch by myself and lose my <laughs> shit. I'll look like a crazy person, you know? There, there are ways to make this funny. <coughs> this movie just didn't do any of that. See, it might have been know? because a lot of viewers came in watching, looking to watch a movie called Slushes Party and weren't expecting anything deep, and I guess you could say it had a deep message. Something. No, I didn't yes. even know what to expect. I, I figured it was going to I figured it was gonna suck. I didn't know that it had a really good Rotten Tomato score. All, all I wanted, because I, I heard it was really good in terms of being funny, I wanted to see good comedy, and that's not what I got. I was, I was expecting it to reviews. suck. I was expecting it to be totally mediocre on the level of like an Adam Sandler movie. Mm. So I was like, all right, you know what, I'll go on, I'll lower my expectations, I'll turn my brain off. And I was still disappointed. Yeah. I don't know, I walked out and I didn't know what the hell I just watched. It felt like, it felt like someone played a prank on me. Yeah. All right, so, you know? so let's, let's talk about some other things in the film. I'll be frank, I thought the, the animation was not horrible, but I've seen far better animation. Than it was okay. Con- and considering it's not Disney or DreamWorks, fine. It's I thought the good. food was fine, it was the people that kind of messed with me. The designs of the people were kind of... Reminded me of Mr. Meaty. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I, I I will admit this is one other thing that got a slight chuckle out of me is whenever they called attention to oh, yeah. the, the all the food looks like the let's all go to the lobby guys. Mm. So like a lot of them will have little like rubber hose like Mickey Mouse gloves and shoes, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And whenever they called attention to that, like, oh, you and your little shoes and your gloves, like, mm. it's like, all right, that's that's kind of funny because that's mm. clever. That requires you to take one step back and point out, hey, the cartoon characters are wearing gloves. What's up with that? I agree. You know? I also like the manager dude. Before before the climax, like, I, I liked the one that called gonna... attention to how, like, um... Not ambivalent, ap- apathetic he was to the world and his job. I, was I thought say, that was kind of I was going to say, the best line in the movie is Paul Rudd saying, fuck you, weenies, and then throwing <laughs> out a package of hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> That's the funniest line in the entire movie. It's all because of how Paul Rudd says it. Anyone who works a minimum wage job, or exactly. anyone who just hates their job, will identify with that character. Yes. Yeah. We've all had shitty jobs that we didn't like. We've all had, we've all had Nick Kroll force himself up our ass and then, yeah. con- and then control us by yanking on our ball sack. Yeah, that was pretty rough. Like, like, this is also a movie where, like, I get that they're kind of trying to go for shock. Yeah. Yep. But it just went on for far too long. Like, the, the ending, like, food orgy, I was like, okay, I guess this is where we're going. And it went on for, like, five minutes. I was like, guys, like, I get it. Like, you're so edgy. That's, a, like, that's just, the thing about that's with. the thing about shock is it's it's got to be quick. You know, it's got to catch you off guard. Because the second you acclimate to shock, it's not shocking anymore. Mm-hmm. If that food orgy scene was maybe a minute long... It would have worked perfectly. Really, you were enjoying it the first minute. I wasn't. I wasn't enjoying it. I knew that it. I knew that it was coming because <laughs> the script, the script felt, leaked around St. Patrick's. Oh yeah, I felt very uh, uncomfortable. So I knew. I knew it was coming. Oh. If I didn't know it was coming, and it started like, it it gets ridiculous. <laughs> I, it might have gotten a laugh out of me just because like this is so stupid. This is so absurd. Right. It's, got, it's cranked it up to eleven. 
But if you leave it at 11 for too long, you're able to acclimate, yeah. and it becomes normal, and if it becomes normal, then the joke doesn't work. I've heard people say they love the climax, yeah. and they were laughing the whole time. Like, like I, I get that it's supposed to be like this parody, because at the end of every end movie, there's always a dance number or something. I, I guess Is that, that what that was? It's oh, okay, I didn't, I didn't get that. Yeah, it's okay. supposed to be parody of that. I get it, but as That's Mark said, cool. like, like, eventually, it's like, man, I don't need to see, you know, like, like uh, this... I don't need to see a bun get like 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 gang banged or or like. <laughs> I that was There's like, only um, so many times where you could be like, okay, I get it. Hot dog goes into a bun. It's like yeah. a dick in a veg. All right, I get it. You know. And they're not even subtle about that. As soon as you look at the bun, I'm like, all right, that's a vagina. Like. Yeah, it's got like a weird side mouth. Yeah. It's like, it's like I get it. I get it. You're so you're so cool. I get it. You know, like one of the first lines is he's just like, oh, I want to get all up in you, in and you. it's like, I get it. Maybe. Uh -huh. I get it. You know? okay, we'll, we'll just touch the lesbian tips. taco. Like, okay, yeah. I get it. Touch tips. Yeah, yeah. The lesbian taco. I get it. Get it. Cause tacos like veg. Get it. Yeah. Tacos. Ah, you uh -huh. know, it's, it's the most base level humor. It's like you could write this entire movie from scratch yeah. in one trip to the supermarket. Yeah, you know, you could. There's nothing. Like, there's nothing cinematography wise that ever blew me away. No. There's there's nothing that. I there's would... that, sh that shot of the ass is pretty good. I can still get up in that. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that, 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 was, that was pretty good. Not right. to mention that, uh, as in your your view on your site, Mark, like there's there's a ton of things in this movie that are inconsistent with the world that they already developed. Yeah. So like, so like like let's say we have you remember how in the Saving Private Ryan scene, right? They had the grape jam, and there was grapes, right? And the grape jam died, and peanut butter was really upset about that. Yeah, but how, fix you. But how many? Fix so so is grape grape jam was alive. How many grapes had to die in order to make grape jam? How does that work? <laughs> How many peanuts had to die in order to make peanut butter? Why does why do why can condoms and toilet paper be sentient but not knives or like the shelves or like the cookbook? That's that's the thing. Like I was thinking um, as I was writing huh. the review, I was thinking like, am I am I? The whole joke of that review is that I nitpicked the shit out of it yeah. because I've, it left me so broken and confused. Yeah. But there, that was the point where I was like, am I am I nitpicking this too much? And I thought, no, because. Other movies where the thing is, oh, the inanimate object is alive. You know, Toy Story, Cars, they have rules. Mm. They have clear-cut rules. Toy Story clearly establishes, like, no, toys are, just, toys are the only thing that's alive. Video games aren't alive. Video Chairs games. aren't alive. Toilet paper's not alive. Only toys are alive. All right, we don't need to know why, but mm. there you go. It plays by its own rules. You know, uh, cars, you know. It's like buildings aren't alive. Only vehicles are alive. Fine, great, got it, you know. Yeah. But like this, I guess if you really wanted to really defend this movie, if this is really the hill you wanted to die on, you could say that by the end they admit that it is a cartoon being made by a bunch of high people. Yeah. So you could just say, fuck it. Even in-universe, it is a stupid cartoon that makes no sense. And I guess that absolves it of everything, I guess. I guess it's a masterpiece, you know? Like, yeah. But it's... It, it just feels... If I describe it in one word, it would be lazy. I know the one thing that you hate is when they start playing Meatloaf because you saw... I, ex I, didn't, I didn't really oh, hate that. that. I, oh, I thought, that I, I, didn't, I, I, thought it was, I thought it was good in a groan-worthy kind of way. Okay. It, it, that was the... Alright. You watch yourself, though, Sausage Party. I'll allow it this time. Yeah. I honestly don't even have the Meatloaf gag was alright. Me... You guys um, it was stupid. It was so stupid. I wanted to say that, like, 
the ending of this movie I felt was really lazy because they had an opportunity to make a really good meta joke. Yeah. And it just fell flat on its face. They go, they find a vortex where they can meet their creators. Oh yeah. And the way I wanted the whole, I want to see if, if you're picturing the same end joke that I was. Well, we'll see. I wanted yeah. to like, I want to see sure once they enter the vortex, they show what happens. And I was expecting like all this blinding white light, and this is like a hot dog and a bun just fall. I was literally gonna say like, that. Seth Rogen and James Franco. I was literally, I was literally gonna say that. And you know you got Seth Rogen. Holy oh, shit! I found a fucking hot dog. <laughs> and like, then like, you know, see, you know, see eats it and credits. And they're just eating like that edibles and shit. And like, I just say, fucking like Seth Rogen just looking at the hot dog, you know, eating it in the bun. It's like, hey James, wouldn't you think it'd be funny if we made a movie about like sausages being <laughs> alive? Took, yeah, I feel like that'd be the funniest thing ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then cut to black, uh, cut to white text on black background credits, and the whole credits. There's no music. There's just <laughs> yeah, like just James Franco and Seth Rogen just laughing at their own joke. I thought that would have been good. That that would have redeemed the entire movie. Yeah, I mean, if this whole thing was A one joke. long build up to one big middle finger of a punchline. Loved it. I would have given this an instant ten out of ten. Beautiful. Why? But. No, it just, it ends, you get to the end and you go, oh, you're serious. Mm. Oh, you're looking to build a franchise off of this. Oh, I oh. hope not. I really hope not. Oh. Rumor has it that the sequel is going to be like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where it's the yeah, characters I'm not with the real actors. I, like, I hope that they know that. I hope, that, I don't know, uh, I guess it did well critically, it probably made money. It'll probably make, be made, make it. it made like three times its budget. Uh, mm. But before I, uh, you guys have anything else you want to say, yes, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to point out another missed opportunity for the film. They they discover the food discovers that bath salts are the key to interact with humans. Somehow, bath salts gives humans the ability to interact with the fourth dimension, the one that the that the food and their characters inhabit. Yeah. And uh, I thought I thought what they were going to do was they were going to once once the the joke with bath salts is everybody um, some dude always eats someone's face. And I thought that because bath salts were the key to seeing food as people, yeah. that, that anyone who gets high on bath salts gets so disgusted that they're eating children, just flips out and eats a human being out of guilt or something. Like, something like that. Somewhere... I feel I, like I that would have been a clever twist. That would have been clever. Like, well, so that's why bath salts like, does that, because it's a very odd effect for a drug to if have. The, if the end of it was like headline, Florida man... Yeah, takes bath salts, eats a person's face. <laughs> that would have gotten a, that would have gotten a real strong laugh out of it. I was hoping they'd do that, you but know? nothing about that was said. And they also um, there's nothing meta about this. It yeah, was, it was face value shallow as a puddle. Mm. Like that's it. The joke is that hot dogs look like dicks. The joke uh, the joke is that a cartoon character is fucking his girlfriend. Mm. The joke is that you know. The, the peace pipe has weed in it. And they <laughs> the, the Indians just a stoner like. It's all. It's all. Yeah. It feels like it was written in an afternoon. Like. So uh, I want to point out also the the rumors. Of course, it's not unconfirmed. But let's face it; it's probably true that like the the staff on the the animators were very underpaid. They were rushed. Oh right. yeah. And I was warned not to go see it because of it. Yeah. I and felt I, bad about seeing this instead of Kubo. Yeah. I really. Yeah. yeah I want to see Kubo, and I was conflicted because I want to support adult animation, but I also don't want to support such practices yeah. against animators. And to, to be frank, this is not something that's like that um, okay. rare. Like, let's be real. Most yeah. people, especially people who work in special effects, they have to rush that stuff out. There's a deadline they need to meet. They don't care if you have to work like obscene amount of hours a week. Like, they want you to get that those effects done. Yeah. And it's not something that we should tolerate, quite frankly. It's just not right. 
and uh, I'm not really a fan of how this movie kind of exploited its uh, workers in the slightest. Yeah. It's not right. Like it, it didn't even exploit the workers to make something cool or groundbreaking, yeah. you know. Like like you did to make your your, your bathroom jokes. Like there's no the there's screen. no prince in the cobbler yeah. or a thief in the cobbler, you know. This is this is the lowest common denominator. Yeah. So um, I, if you guys have anything else to say, we can just go into ratings. Mm-mm. Stupid. All, overall, I'm out. It's stupid. So, it's dumb. It's juvenile, and it's pointless. Yeah. So and overall, like like I said, this movie didn't find it funny, like almost at all. Got bored within 20 minutes, and it just felt very lazy, as we kept on saying. If this is your kind of humor, man, maybe you should see it for full price, to be quite frank with you. Like, it, it probably is right up your alley, and you're going to laugh your ass off. Yeah. I personally, I really didn't like this movie. I thought it was a waste of my time. Um, I, it, it doesn't... What I want from film, even purely as entertainment, not as an art medium, it didn't fulfill any of those. Not having to some of shit. Like, I, I would never want to watch this movie again, except maybe... Like, if I was with a friend and they really want to watch it, I'd be like, whatever, man. Whatever, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, like, I, I don't ever see myself watch this movie again. I'd probably give it maybe a three out of ten. Maybe a two. Yeah. Mm. Like, it, like, you might as well just save yourself the money and watch, like, two hours of Poster New Old Family Guy. You're going to get the same thing out of it. You know? Like, there's... I don't know who this movie was for. Like, un- un- except for people who... You know, took edibles and then went into the theater. That's the only audience I could yeah, see. I wonder how they liked this. Fully enjoying this, you know. Yeah. I wonder how that, I, how, like, how that audience was feeling about this movie. Because it's it's full of humor that only like young kids who just discovered dirty humor would find funny. But it's also rated R, so those kids can't go see it. You know. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like the opposite problem of Deadpool. Like Deadpool was a hard R. But there was lots of stuff there for adults. You know, yes. there was good characterization. There was a strong story. There was lots of jokes that kids wouldn't get. Sinead O'Connor. Yeah, there's a Sinead O'Connor joke. There was an <laughs> Alien Three joke. You know, there's the "Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret" joke, which destroys me every time I watch that movie. You know, there's a reason that this thing is rated R mm-hmm. and that kids can't see it, but adults can still enjoy it. This movie is just pointless to the extreme. I should, uh, so what's your rating on, Mark? Uh, if I had to give it a numerical one, I, I don't even know if I can give it a numerical one, because it's not even bad. It's just, it's like the ultimate in it wasn't for me. It was just stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, functionally, it's like, yeah, the story had a beginning, middle, and end. There were characters, there were lines of dialogue, and I more or less understood everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. It left me feeling nothing. It was like... Like, I guess, I guess I, if a 5 is totally average, I guess I would have to do the same as you and give it, like, a 3 or a 2. Mm. But, like, it, this movie just makes me think of, like, tap water, man. It's nothing. <laughs> it's so bland. Yeah, I should also add, like, Marcus saying, like, this is not humor. Like, like I, I, I'm okay with some humor. Like, I, This is the End is one of my favorite comedies of all time. I love 21 Jump Street. I love 22 Jump Street. Those are some of my favorite comedies of all time. Monty Python, uh, as he said, super bad. Those are all funny movies that I thoroughly enjoyed. This is not, like, something where I'm just like, oh, this is never my type of humor. No, like, some of it is. I think some of those are genuinely the most hilarious movies I've ever seen, so... What do you, what do you think, Evan? Um... I don't know. This movie, like I said, it just didn't do much for me. I didn't find a lot of the humor funny. I thought the plot was kind of put together in a way that just seemed lazy and really messy. Um, and like a, like you said, like I'm not. It's not that I don't like raunchy humor. Like 
Roger humor can be done well. I, I guess I went into this movie hoping that this would just be an animated this is the end where it just yeah. be an extremely <laughs> raunchy movie but it was also really funny and really clever because what, what makes those movies work so well is the chemistry yeah. that right. all those actors have they, you could tell that half of that movie is like improvised it's just a bunch of buddies bouncing shit off one another Yeah. but in this like Seth Rogen and Kristen Wiig like they didn't have any chemistry that's actually a really good point you bring up yeah there you was know? very little chemistry between a lot of the if characters if this was just an animated this is the end it's like Fuck it. It's the same thing we saw before, but what we saw before was funny and engaging. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's nothing wrong with repeating a formula that works. Yeah. You know, like, if if you got all of the mainstays, you know, James Franco, Seth Rogen, Michael Sarah, Jonah Hill, you know, if you got all those guys in a big recording booth and recorded it like a radio drama or something, <laughs> this could have been really, really goddamn funny. But... I don't know. It's just it's taken a lot. It took a lot of people who are usually super funny and made it the blandest thing ever. Yeah. Um, if I had to give it a rating numerically, I'd probably give it like a four. Um, I I didn't. I, that's very generous. I know. It's, <laughs> I didn't hate this movie. I just thought it was thoroughly mediocre. That had more than a few bad moments that I suppose I was willing to forgive. Um, if you're into that kind of humor, the highest I can give this is a matinee, if you're into this. Mm. But, I don't know, for me, this movie was bullshit. Like, I, I kind of regret watching it. Agreed. Wow. Agreed. Well, I think I like this movie the most out of this group. <laughs> I... I it's also the most forgiving of almost everyone. I am also yeah. the most forgiving. It definitely has to be said. I, I'm, I'm very easy to please. And I'm a Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I go to so, a news group. Guys. He's more, he's and Adam more, is not willing to forgive this. He's thing. more Christian than he is, and he's Jewish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Like, like there were moments that I just, I, I don't think I was ever quite bored during the movie, but I don't, I can't say that I enjoyed myself the whole time. Um, I would actually give this movie. I would call it average. I'd give it a five out of ten. I don't think there was anything necessarily terrible that I was like, this is this is just, or I would really be against it. There were moments that I did enjoy, like the ones that I listed. There were some missed opportunities. I cannot agree with the animation practices either. But I don't know, it's average. It's not my kind of movie. It's not a movie made for me anyway. I haven't seen a lot of the movies that they're talking about that have employed similar humor, like Superbad, like This is the End. I'd like to see those movies. I've seen Pineapple Express. I thought it was okay. So maybe this isn't the movie for me. I'd give it a 5 out of 10, though. It was average. It was okay. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. Um, we might do another review after this Batman killing joke. I don't know. I feel pretty tired. To be You're going to do another one? We might. Damn. But uh, we'll see. Uh, just stay tuned. Thank you guys so much for watching, as always. Uh, those live I'm viewers. Never, I'm never going to pretend that we're some big podcast, but if you do enjoy our content. It's like, viewers like, like means, you. That means a lot. Yeah. like It means a lot. Honestly, like we, what we're doing right now, we do what we would always do and just talk about the movie yeah. and now we record it. Yeah. That's it. Like, we would do this anyway. Yeah. If people, if people want to listen, if people tune in, if people want to like, comment, subscribe, yeah. that means a lot. That means the world. Yeah, so <laughs> a lot of us are going to be going off to school, so it's going to be a lot harder to True. get together and do these things kind of live-esque, if you know what I mean. I have everyone in the same room. We're going to see what we can do on Discord, like online. I'll probably have to talk to Matt, our producer, see what he can do and help us with that. But, uh, Who wishes if, he was here? Yeah, if we do go MIA, um, we might not even be back for 
winter or even until next summer, to be, to be honest with you. There's, there's a lot of things that... Hopefully winter. Yeah, that we might if not... If it comes down to that, hopefully winter will be. Yeah. As always, uh, this is also a podcast where there's an ever-rotating cast of people who come in. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be honest with you, the only mainstay is kind of me. Yeah. And I'm the host, and I, I kind of own the mic. Own but, the mic. Um, but yeah, just stay tuned, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Thank uh, you. And Woo. please subscribe, leave us some comments. Show us some love. Because yeah. if, if you're out there, as Pay we forward. said before, we, we do treat our fans very well. You might be able to, you know. Hell yeah. If you come up to us talking about this podcast, yeah. I might just buy you dinner. Yeah. yeah. Also, take that. Do that. Also, we'll buy you dinner. I will buy you dinner. Win a, win a dinner with Austin. Yeah. That's <laughs> Anyone else who I can grab win at the moment. With Austin. Yeah. 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 I dare you guys have a beer. Thank yeah. you so much for watching. We'll see you guys. Thank see you. Guys.